For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Dodgers have made a signing. Jason Hayward is back with L.A. Got a little Otani update. That's coming up next here on Dodgers Dugout. It's time for Dodger baseball. A big strike three. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Mookie Betts, Craig Jones, left field. Mookie Betts. They're going to make big signings. They're going to make impact trades. I don't care how many times this team rips my heart out, I'll never stop loving the Los Angeles Dodgers. Big blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. My friends call me DMAC, credential member of Dodgers Media. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel for all latest Dodgers news, rumors, breakdowns, interviews, live streams, and more all year long. Hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And as always, on what your takes down below in the comment section, today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. What is your reaction to the Dodgers signing Jason Hayward to a one-year deal? We're going to break down that in just a second. Also, what does your gut tell you right now about Shohei Otani? And who do you think is the biggest threat to the Dodgers to sign the superstar? Let me know down below. And for all latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So I'm out of the studio today. I've been out of town for Thanksgiving. I'm about to head to the airport right now. So hopefully we'll get no Otani news while I'm 10,000 feet in the air. But even if we do, I'll find some way to get something out there. But we did get some news this morning that the Dodgers are re-signing outfielder Jason Hayward. ESPN's Kylie McDaniel tweet out, free agent outfielder Jason Hayward is nearing a one-year deal with the Dodgers per source. So we saw after the season, Jason Hayward, he was hinting at wanting to re-sign with LA. Freddie Freeman, of course, his good longtime buddy, was advocating for him to return as well. And it looks like he's going to be back. Now, just to rewind a little bit, and this time last year, the Cubs had said, we're done with Jason Hayward. We are willing to pay him $22 million not to be with this organization. Just to rewind even further back, he signed that deal back in 2016, that eight-year, $184 million deal. And a lot of Cubs fans weren't happy. The organization felt like maybe he had underperformed for the duration of that contract. But that allowed the Dodgers to sign him to a minor league deal with a spring training invite. He performed well during spring training. You saw him retool that swing. It allowed him to catch up with high heat. They shortened that stroke, more compact. I remember talking to him in the clubhouse during spring training, and he told me that the biggest key to his success last season was going to be to be able to minimize the droughts, right? To be able to 
overcome some of those dry spells that we had seen from him in the last couple of seasons. But really the biggest takeaway was the power numbers increasing with the Dodgers. I mean, he had 15 home runs in 377 plate appearances with LA. I mean, that is a 22.3 home run per at-bat ratio right there that is extremely strong if you look at the barrel percentage at eight percent that was the best of his career so really the big difference with jason hayward in la compared to his last few seasons with the cubs he's never been a big power guy in general was the fact you saw him leave the yard with more regularity he was hitting the cover off the baseball and on top of that we mentioned the leadership the intangibles that he provided taking James Altman under his wing and really being a positive influence for some of these young Dodgers, but also the defense continued to play up. In right field, when you had Mookie at second or Mookie at shortstop, you had Jason Hayward in right field. If you look at the numbers, they still checked out. Remember, he's a five-time Gold Glove Award winner in the outfield. He had a plus six outs above average. He had a plus five defensive runs saved. He had 79 starts in right field, 624 innings. Also played some left field for the first time of his career, played some center field, even played some first base. So did show some positional versatility. And you look at his numbers as a whole. He slashed 269, 340, 473, had a 121 weighted runs created plus. So you look at that production. He was 21% above league average. 2022 with the Cubs, he had a 61 weighted runs created plus. 61 it was 39% below league average. So you saw him double that number with the Dodgers. He was in a good place mentally. I think reuniting with Freddie Freeman, playing for a winning organization at this stage of his career was pivotal. And I think this is a good signing. I know that some people out there might look at this and say, okay, Hayward is someone that was this a one-year fluke or something like that? Look, I think the fact that it's on a one-year deal, this is a team that still wants to win now, that's another indicator of that, right? The fact you bring in Hayward back lets you know that they want to win again next season. They're going to push all these chips in, hopefully go out there, make some big free agent signings, make some big trades. Hayward is a win-now piece because when you sign Hayward, you're not just doing it for his on-field production. You're doing it for his clubhouse presence, his what he does in the dugout. So that, to me, is an indicator of that. Now, it will reduce the opportunities for some of these young Dodgers outfielders out there coming up in the system. And you look at guys like the DeLucas of the world. You talk about Michael Bush and Vargas playing some left, possibly, next season. What it means for that. But look, the bottom line, Mookie loves him. Freddie loves him. This organization loves him. Jason Hayward come back to the Dodgers. Definitely made a lot of sense. Now, if you look at the Dodgers roster right now, they are sitting at 40 men on that 40-man roster so that roster is currently at 40 so they're gonna have to shuffle some things around if and when they ultimately do make some big free agent signings whether that be a, a Yamamoto a Otani a Snell whoever it may be and you look at the trade market too it could probably be an indicator that you're probably gonna part ways with some of this younger talent to get something in return in the trade market as well. So yeah, the 40-man roster is currently at max capacity after this signing. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what they do. Now, as far as Hayward and the contract specifics, we have not gotten that just yet. But like I said, the things you really need to know about Hayward last season was had some positional versatility, played above average defense, absolutely hit rocket shots off the ball. I mean, we're talking about a max exit velocity of over 112 miles per hour. He reduced the strikeout rate. He improved tremendously from his terrible year they had in 2022. And I think at the right price, 
This is a contract that only a team like the Dodgers would most likely be able to get because he's happy here, his buddy's here. Based on the year he had last season, I mean, that kind of production from a power standpoint, what he did defensively, he could get multi-year offers. So that tells you he already made that big bag with the Cubs, $184 million. Last year, he got his career back on track. I think the Dodgers definitely got themselves a really, really good plus player, a veteran leader that produced last season at a probably really discounted rate because of the situation that he was happy to be in. And now we have the details of the contract, Fabian Ardai of stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home ah the sizzle of mcdonald's sausage it's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts enough to head over to mcdonald's enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Athletic tweeted out, the Dodgers are bringing Jason Hayward back on a one-year, $9 million deal. A source confirms to The Athletic, Kylie McDaniel was on it. So there you have it, a one-year, $9 million deal for Jason Hayward. And yes, this is someone who over 92% of his plate appearances came against right-handed pitching. He does have a specific role, but at $9 million, someone could easily sign a contract for over $20 million on a multi-year deal. Gave the Dodgers a little hometown discount. I think when you look at where they're at financially from a payroll standpoint, you're still far from that CBT at $237 million, sitting around $87 million shy of that right now. You look at past 2024, under $100 million in financial commitments. When you look at Mookie and Freddie Freeman, you're going to keep your payroll clean moving forward, and you're going to give yourself the opportunity to go out there and sign guys like Shohei Otani. I also want to make one more point when it comes to the Jason Hayward types of signing because I think there might be some people out there that are saying to themselves, well, you want to continue to develop the young guys, give themselves some opportunities. You heard them involved in rumors for Teoscar Hernandez, guys like that. Now, I wasn't the biggest, okay, pal my fist on the desk saying we need to bring back Jason Hayward, but I do want to say that to be able to sustain what the Dodgers are trying to do, if you do sign a Shohei Otani, you're going to need to get these kind of signings moving forward. What I mean by that is guys that are going to sign with the Dodgers because of fit, because they want to win, because of their ability to get players' careers back on track like they did with Jason Hayward. He was a very big success story. To me, it was the feel-good story of the year for the Dodgers. So I think moving forward, you are going to need these types of signings, the veterans that have already made money with other franchises, guys that want to just win, and guys that are 33 and up, guys that are in the latter stages of their career. So this is going to have to be the model if you are going to invest a ton of money in Otani, potentially, and some other free agencies. You have to go out there and sign the Jason Hayward type. So from a player's standpoint, if he can get close to... stadium their silence is deafening 
136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Replicating the success he had last year, be a, a well above average bat, someone who's well above average defensively, provide great intangibles, an elite clubhouse leader, a veteran presence, a guy that continues to be a mentor for guys like Jason James Altman and those types. To me, that's going to go down as a good sign if he accomplishes all of that. And also, you want to factor in as well that he's someone that feels like he was destined to be a Dodger, right? Marietta, Georgia. He was going to go to UCLA. He wanted to go to UCLA because that's where Jackie Robinson went. Ends up going pro. Finds his way to the Dodgers. I remember last year being there at Jackie Robinson Day. Jason Hayward was the one who addressed the media, who addressed everyone in attendance. And he talked about how special it was to wear that Dodgers uniform because Jackie Robinson also did. So I wouldn't discount that, how much he loves being in Dodger Blue and what this means to him to be playing for this franchise. Now, as far as Shohei Otani, a lot of rumors swirling right now. You've heard things out there that the Dodgers are very confident in their chances in signing the unicorn, the superstar that is without question the most coveted free agent in baseball history. But Bob Nightingale today, he pointed out that the Dodgers, the Rangers, kind of the usual suspects that we've been hearing, the Cubs, they're all going hard after Otani, but he also said that the, the Giants could possibly offer him the largest contract. Now, I think the Giants are absolutely desperate for a superstar. You've seen attendance continue to decline up at Oracle. They missed out on Aaron Judge last year. They missed out on Carlos Correa after they did the smart thing and pull out of that deal because of Correa's medicals, Carlos Rodon. They really didn't make any impact signings. what I tell you at the time? I looked right in the camera of wherever I was, I said, look, the Giants are a big threat because it does make sense as far as geographically on the West Coast. The Giants have won World Series in recent history. So it's not outside of the realm of possibility to think that, yeah, maybe foreign Zaidi and the Giants could get very competitive again. But as far as money, yeah, the Giants can absolutely offer him a ton of money. If you offer Aaron Judge $360 million or whatever their offer was, $360 to $400 million, you can absolutely offer Otani $500 to $600 million. We look at what he brings from a marketing standpoint, from a production standpoint, if he comes back and pitches anywhere near the way he was pitching before he got injured, yeah, you could absolutely justify that. I think are going to see multiple opt-outs potentially in his deal, but I do push back on the idea that if he wants to be in LA and his representation is using the Giants for leverage from a contractual standpoint, stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home I do think the Dodgers would still be willing to go very, very high and very aggressive when it comes to a contract offer. Because one, just to be in these negotiations with Shohei Otani at this point, there's no doubt about that he's getting what he wants for the most part. If that's 500 plus million, then I think that that's on the table. If it's just under that, if it's a contract that has opt-outs, I mean, this is someone who has all the leverage in the world because there's no free agent like him. And I can tell you that, yeah, the Dodgers absolutely love 
the idea of Otani in Dodger blue. I'll never forget Andrew Friedman's face when I showed him a picture of Shohei Otani. He had a smile from ear to ear. And I think there's no question about it that this is someone that they've angled for for years now. Look at last season. They didn't make the big signings. You signed a bunch of one-year deals. If you look at the money they have to spend and their payroll moving forward, it's very clean. Right, So they're going to have the money to spend. It's just a matter of, does Otani see this as a right fit? Now, the Giants, yes, they can make some more trades and make some signings and put together a competitive roster. Anytime you add Otani to your team, you're absolutely going to give yourself a chance. But we saw with the Angels, they weren't able to have a winning record with Otani. And you look at the division, the Diamondbacks, they're on the rise. Padres still have some pieces. The Dodgers, we know that they just had the formula to win the regular season. To me, it's not the safe bet to go with the Giants if your intention is to win right now. And I don't think Otani has the time to wait. When you look at his ability to pitch and hit and everything he's gone through, I mean, you have to have some postseason success in the near future while you're still the best player in the game. The Dodgers, to me, they offer him that. They can look him dead in the eye and say, we're going to make the postseason with you. And when we get to the postseason, you're going to be the guy that can change that and help this team get over the hump with this group of Freddie and Mookie and the rest of these guys. So, yeah, I'm not saying it's a slam dunk for the Dodgers. I do think that they have as good of a chance as anyone out there. I think internally they're confident based on what they can give him from a financial standpoint, geographic standpoint. Everything just makes so much sense for him to be in L.A. I think they like their chances. But, yeah, you have you can't take the Giants lightly. They were my number one threat for this entire time save for changing that to the Cubs pretty recently but look the Cubs the Giants the Dodgers the Blue Jays is another team that's been mentioned of late John Morosi tweeted out this morning that the Blue Jays are a team that's going hard after Otani and yeah Toronto international city he's an international superstar as John Morosi pointed out they have a lot of pieces Morosi also pointed out how well that Otani's pitched at the Rogers Center. And yeah, you can't deny that. And look, if the Toronto Blue Jays sign him, he's in the AL East. You've heard him potentially not like cold weather. They have a way to circumvent that there. But look, nothing would shock me with Otani, okay? He signed with the Angels in 2018. I do have my doubts that the Toronto Blue Jays will be World Series contenders in the immediate future. You even heard them potentially involved in some Boba shit rumors a few years ago. The Dodgers are some more stable franchise, but it just all depends on where he wants to play. Ultimately, he's a free agent. He's going to make that decision. If the Dodgers are willing to match any offer him and anything he wants, he still has to want to be a Dodger as much as they want him. There's no guarantees in free agency, but that's where we stand right now. Jason Hayward has re-signed with the Dodgers or is going to re-sign with the Dodgers at the moment. So give me your thoughts on that. Do you think it's a good signing by LA bringing Jay Hay back? Yes, he hasn't been great in the postseason, an OPS of under 500, but still I think when we look at that contract and when we see what it was for, I think you're going to say to yourself, this is a good value deal for a Dodgers team. And they're able to get these guys at this discounted rate because of the players they have, the foundation they've built, and just because of everything this organization has brought to the table for the last decade plus. But that's going to do for this episode of Dodgers Dugout. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. If you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. I will be back in studio for you guys. I'm about to head to the airport right now. I couldn't leave without dropping something on this news. So let me know down below all your takes. But if you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel. And until next time, think blue, believe blue, and I'm out. Come <laughs> on.
in a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.